Alright guys, so I actually already recorded a bumper intro for the beginning of this show, but I have to do another one because I totally forgot a couple things. Uh, a friend, Rachel, from uh, Hollywood Crime Scene Podcast, she is doing something incredible. She's riding her bike 545 miles from San Francisco to LA to benefit the AIDS life cycle. Uh, I guess you'd call it a bike ride? I don't know. Tour? I don't know, but it's to end AIDS. This is her third year doing it. It's from June 3rd to June 9th, uh, and she's trying to raise money. She's at 50% of her goal. The goal is $5,000, so I think we can do this, guys. I think we could tear this thing up. Head on over to, uh, I made a special website that will redirect you right to her page. It's ihatehorror.com forward slash HIV, and it'll send you on over to her page where you can donate. Uh, join her team. I don't know if she wants you to do that or what that means, but hey, it's an option. Uh, and she's raising money for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the LA LGBT Center. These organizations provide health care as well as life-saving treatments for people who otherwise wouldn't have access. So it's really important. So go on over, help Rachel out. She's my friend. Just do it. Just, just fucking do it. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Also, I totally forgot to give a shout out to uh, our homie, the Tormented Teamster over at and, uh, Genre Fix. And you can check out everything that he has. He's got a new track out, but you can find his YouTube page, his Twitter, his website. If you go to IHateHorror.com forward slash song, you can listen to it. You can download the MP3 version of the song and uh, check out his new song. And uh, yeah, man, ch- check that out. He's a great guy, Timo. Um and I think, I think that's it. So, uh, here's another bumper to start the show. This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by Zach Graves, Allison Thorpe, Adrian Martinez, and my homegirl, Hillary Barry Hill. Thank you guys all so much for your donations. We really appreciated it. They, they donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. Also, give a shout out to uh, Jess Baker and Brenda Robbins. For uh, hitting me up about, I don't know, some movie. Oh, Microwave Massacre. They hit me up about Microwave Massacre. One of them knew who H.P. Yeah, Johnson was. Thanks. What? For Microwave Massacre? Yeah. What about it? You're thanking them for that? <laughs> well, no. They, they <laughs> Paul's here, by the way. Hey! Right. Uh, so this episode, uh, it was a it was a switch. So uh, coming up next, X Giant: The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. About the misfortune of sending kids to Crystal Lake Became addicted straight away with the initial tape God bless Betamax VHS holy like Amanda Kruger I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper I started craving more just like Larry the Looter I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards Five times a day or even more I loved the gore Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show Show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events I'm Sean I'm Paul Well, Joe's not here Yay He just got home from Chicago so he's not joining us Just me and Big Pizzle (laughs) 
for shizzle. Big fizzle for shizzle. Uh, saying inappropriate shit that I'm going to have to probably edit out yep. of life. Uh, so we're doing it, though. Have we ever done an episode just you and me or no? Yes. We did? I think yes. That's interesting. I, I thought we might have tried. I don't tried. recall what it was. Yeah, I have no idea. I thought it's we might have tried, but then gave miserable. up. It's probably, it always is. Just like this week, <sighs> Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. This is Andrew Weyer's, um I don't think it's a Patreon pick. I think this was his, I hate Hurricanes pick for donating to the Hurricane Relief Fund. Yeah, I'm thanks. A, th- thanks, buddy. <laughs> this is on Amazon Prime if you want to. Uh, slog through a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never know with like the Patreons and I Hate Hurricanes oh, if they no. actually like it. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, there's no way anybody <laughs> likes this movie. There's no way. It's like we just got straight trolled. They're like, fuck Sean. I'm gonna make him watch something really bad I for mean, two that's hours. What a lot of people do. There's like a lot of different ways people do it. Um, some people think they'll be, they're so bad it's funny. Whale watching. Massacre fell into that category. To me, it was... I don't know how I feel about it, because I kind of liked it. I did, too. <laughs> but it was also very bad. But I also watched it after watching Axe Giant. <laughs> That's true. I watched it first. Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. It's on Amazon Prime. It's, um... I'd say it's in the vein of a sci-fi movie. Sort of. Like a Birdemic. Same special effects. Yeah. Which are like terrible. made for TV sci-fi original type yeah. flick. Yeah. It's really, it's really fucking bad. Um, but with CG, more CGI blood. Dude, but so yes. Much CGI. <laughs> like you you can hardly tell though. It almost looked good. <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't afford good CGI, why would you make everything CGI? So CGI must be cheaper than practical effects at this point. Right, like that's what it, that's what it must boil down to. Or people how could that be? It's gotta be. Well, I guess when they look like that. <laughs> well, yeah. How many times does Paul Bunyan change size? Not not dude, when he grows, dude. But just from scene to scene. All right. First of all, <laughs> sometimes he's just like he's he's big enough to, to easily drag a van. And then he's and then he's way bigger than a house that he could like fall onto it. Yes. And then he somehow walks under like a twelve foot bridge. <laughs> it's so fucking. <laughs> it's so their their uh, aspect ratio or whatever you'd want to call it. Their uh, like field of vision was all sorts of fucked up in this movie. It was really fucking bad, man. It was really fucking bad. Sometimes it wasn't bad though. Uh, but mostly it was. Mostly it was. Definitely, mo- definitely, definitely, mostly it was. Uh, this is directed by Gary Jones. Actually, you know what? Before we get into this movie, Paul, let's have a talk, real interview here. Oh shit, Paul, this is the craziest shit we haven't even talked about it on the show. Like I've wanted to mention it on the show, but we haven't. So you had a medical fucking emergency recently, <laughs> and to me, it's the fucking craziest. It's the craziest fucking, um, so Paul, okay. So this story is interesting because, so this was Super Bowl weekend. Yep. Okay. Paul sends us a snap of himself in the hospital. Like, like, like as if nothing had happened. (laughs) And, and Joe is immediately like, Hey, are you all right? And so at that point, you were Joe should mind his fucking business. (laughs) 
at that point, you're like, I, I'm pretty sure if I have this correctly. At that point, you're, you, you were like, yeah, I dislocated my shoulder playing hockey. True. Okay. And then, and then you kind of went, you were like, you were like, I'm getting out of the hospital in like a few like hours. Yes, I thought so. Okay. And then radio silence. Yeah. For like confirmed. Well, more, more than a dislocated shoulder. I just didn't feel like telling you guys. Oh, really? Oh yeah. I thought I was going to just go home. (laughs) Wait. So so what? (laughs) Wait. So did you dislocate your shoulder? Yeah. And that's why you went to the hospital? No. You went to the hospital because... You I had a stroke. <laughs> Way to blow the fucking... <laughs> blow the lead. Uh, yeah, so you had... Did you know you had a stroke when you were in the hospital, though? Like, so you were in the hockey game. Yep. Paul plays hockey. So He gets hit. He dislocates his shoulder. Yeah, it was weird because it was like a non-hockey injury almost. Like I wasn't skating, didn't get hit in the boards. Somebody just came up behind me. Mm-hmm. The puck went into the corner. Somebody came up behind me, kind of just our legs got tangled and I fell backwards. I didn't have any forward momentum. So when I fell, I basically all my weight was going straight down yeah. and I put out my left arm Ugh. to absorb it. But my elbow was completely locked. So when I fell, Jesus. my shoulder okay. popped out forward <sighs> okay um and then so you dislocate your shoulder so I dislocate my shoulder are you awake or do oh, you yeah. like pass out okay no, no no come on i skate over the bench and then i ask somebody to put it in <laughs> okay so somebody the guy's popped- like, oh no so the the guy was like there's no way i'm doing that <clears throat> he later told me he he played junior hockey and that he, one of his teammates tried to put a shoulder in instead they broke the guy's clavicle because they did it wrong oh, so they're like yeah i'm not doing that Okay, but somebody in the other team's wife was actually a nurse practitioner, so I just met her like right in the walkway that goes underneath like the stands, mm-hmm. at, like the old Hartford Civic Center, the Excel yeah, Center. Yeah. That's where it was, and uh, <clears throat> she popped my shoulder back in, and when she popped it in, I like almost didn't even realize it. She told me it was in because I was I was imagining you know like in a movie like in yeah, Lethal yeah, Weapon yeah. you have to like, bite your yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. bite down like a pencil or a stick. Because when they pop it, it hurts so bad. I mean, the whole thing just hurts so bad. Yeah, so when yeah. it went in, it was just like, oh, holy shit. And then she's like, well, what do you want to do? And then by then, EMTs got over. And they're like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I'd like to finish the game. And they're like, okay. Well, you probably can because it's not like lacrosse or something where your arms are up. Right, your right, arms right. are down. And it was my left shoulder that dislocated. I'm right-handed. So, so they're yeah. like, you probably could if you wanted. <clears throat> So I just went back out there and played the next two periods. I actually scored the game in a goal, which is funny because I play defense, so I don't score a ton of goals. But I actually scored the game in a goal. It was like unreal. And then, <clears throat> so then... Uh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I just went out to eat in Hartford. And then like three hours later, I had this like... So you made it home? No. So I was playing in a charity game, which was great. Fucking charity game. Get injured. <laughs> Never been injured in like a real game. Uh, so you also get tickets to the Wolfpack, which is like okay. the New York Rangers minor league affiliate. Yeah. So that game was at like seven o'clock. The game I was playing in was at three. Um, so there's there's like, you know, two and a half hours between whatever, mm-hmm. <clears throat> between when I got hurt and when the other game was. So I finished my game, went out to eat in Hartford, went back to the Excel Center. I was on the concourse like 
having normal conversation and all of a sudden I couldn't answer. I couldn't respond, uh, but I didn't feel any different. I just couldn't answer. But like in my mind, I was, I was like there. I, I understood what was going on. I had like full comprehension. I didn't black out. Like nothing happened. I wasn't yeah, yeah. dizzy, no double vision. Um, but I just couldn't do anything. And I was like, this is fucking weird. And I was like, I'll be okay in a second. Um, <laughs> turns out I was not going to be okay in a second. Um, but my my parents were actually with me because um, I was like, oh, this will be fun. They haven't seen me play hockey in forever. I'll bring them. <laughs> so it was a great experience for them. They were really thrilled. Um, That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So basically. Was your girlfriend there or no? No. Are you she had book dating? club. Okay. Yeah. She was just drinking wine or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So like the whole time you have no even a remote feeling weird prior to that. Well, I mean, my shoulder still fucking hurts. Well, yeah, I guess that. <clears throat> but no, I, like, I didn't really feel that weird. I just couldn't respond, and I was like, "This is so weird. I don't know what's going Were on." You? But I know, like, I know what I want to say. Like, I okay. So I here's know everything. I just can, can't do it. Can I? That that's really interesting because I've never met somebody that's experienced that, and I have not a stroke. I was at Toad's place at a concert, and I crowd surfed. And I got dropped backwards. Oh my god! And hit like the fucking top, my, like the fucking crown of my head on the pit. Like you know how it, like it's the fucking concrete floor there. Yeah. I hit my head on the concrete floor, and I, it's the only time I went out, like lights out. And I woke up, and people were like pulling me up, and they were like, "Hey man, are you all right?" Like so, I knew like it looked bad. It looked as bad as it felt because <laughs> these people looked like they were terrified. Like they were like, "Holy shit!" I must because I must have been like a limp body yeah. on the ground. And in my fucking head, I went, yeah, I'm fine. But what came out was just, uh. <laughs> and I was like, foam, like just noise. And I was like, what the fuck? Like in my head, I was like living in my own brain. And I was like, I'm trying to talk, but like nothing's coming <laughs> oh my out. God. And then like, it took like a couple minutes, but like those, those functions. Dude, you must have such a bad concussion. <laughs> I don't know. I went to bed right after. <laughs> 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 I was actually with uh, my, uh, my cousin's husband. And he was like, don't tell your mom. Like, you're so afraid that my mom was going to be mad at him. Yeah. I was like, why would she be mad at you? I was the asshole crowd, crowd server. Like, you didn't make me do that. Anyway. Um, okay. So you can't talk. You're with your parents. Yeah. So I can't talk. I, I couldn't talk for maybe like a minute, minute and a half. Um, my father went over to grab an EMT and there was actually somebody walking by who was like a firefighter or something and saw like I was in trouble. So he came over and started like doing an eye test, follow the finger, vital kind of thing. And he was asking questions and I knew the answer to, but apparently when I, once I could finally speak, I was said all the wrong shit. Really? And th- yeah. And then he asked me something else and I was like, it's February 3rd. Was it February? Oh, and it, and it was. Yeah. And the guy's like, that's the weirdest thing. He's like, you just tried to tell me that it was June 16th. And I was like, <laughs> Well, that's my birthday. I was like, maybe I misunderstood you. And the guy's like, that's so weird. You were just out of it, and now you're fine. Um, so I went to go see the EMTs, basically. EMTs did blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. And then my father's like, well, you know, I saw his lips start to droop. No. Really? Yeah, because when he was... Yeah, 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 yeah. So 
I didn't realize that had happened, <clears throat> but apparently my father saw it and he's like, his eye doesn't look right. And the person's the person's like, his eye looks fine. And my I'm dad, glad your dad was doing my, their my, job. For my dad's <laughs> like, I've known him for 32 years. He doesn't look right. So they're like, all right, go. go Gary. <laughs> Gary was about to fucking murder someone. No. So uh, <clears throat> we had to, uh, I took an ambulance to the hospital. Um, because I took an ambulance, I got right into a room. I didn't have to wait, yeah, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the doctor walks in with like his clipboard, and he's like, "Oh, so you're here? Um, got a dislocated shoulder?" And I was like, "Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, that happened. That's a thing, but that's not why I'm here. I would have just gone home because I'm an idiot." But uh, I was like, "Yeah, I had this weird spell." Which Joe thinks is the funniest thing. I do too. A bizarre spell. <laughs> I had a bizarre, bizarre. It was a real bizarre dude, like D12. Yeah, I had a bizarre spell. And um I'm so glad you brought that up. It <laughs> really was like well, that's what I told him. I was like, I don't know how to describe it. I had a bizarre spell. Well, what else do you call it? I don't know. I don't know a stroke? Strong. I didn't know what it was at the oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bizarre spell. So um they're like, Yeah, you know, you probably won't be able to drive for like 45 days, blah blah blah. I started telling me all this shit, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And then I started recounting what happened and telling them, and they're like, Wait, you remember this? And I'm like, Yeah. And like you didn't hit your head, and I'm like, I don't think so. I know you can get like whiplash without hitting your head, yeah, but yeah. like, and they're like, so you didn't have a seizure? And I was like, no. And the guy's like, hmm. And I'm like, you know, and I noticed that I started to slur my speech, and I couldn't say like certain things. And At that moment, still. But, well, right afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. right after when I could finally talk, and the guy's like, hold on one second, and leaves, and then three nurses come in. And uh, I think they gave me like baby aspirin, which is a blood thinner, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they rushed me to have CAT scans because at that point they realized, holy shit, he didn't have a seizure. He obviously had a stroke. Wow. So they gave me a, uh, one CAT scan, didn't find anything, gave me a second CAT scan with contrast, which is like yeah. they put it yeah. in you. Dude, first of all, the dye. Yeah. I've been I've probably had to piss for like two hours, but I'm waiting like, you know, and then they have to do this contrast thing. And they're like, by the way, it makes you feel like you're peeing. Oh, yeah. 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 So now I lay down. I'm in the tube and they're like, by the way, we're going to scan your head. So don't swallow. It could ruin the scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're in the dentist, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you have to swallow like every four seconds. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst. <laughs> they make me sit in this fucking cylinder for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and all I'm like, all I'm thinking is, oh, my God, do I really have to piss or <laughs> Or is it the contrast? And I have to swallow so bad, and they won't run the damn thing. And they finally run it right as I'm like swallowing. <laughs> of course. Um, it ends up, they don't find anything. It's okay. But they're like, we're going to keep you overnight. I was like, fuck. Now they're going to keep me in a Super Bowl Sunday. I thought I was going home. Yeah. yeah. Um, they give me an MRI <clears throat> that night. The next morning, they're like, yeah, so MRI came back. Turns out. And that's when you snapped us, me and Joe. Was must have been around this time. It was, was, it was Sunday. Cool Sunday, yeah. Okay. Or it was like maybe the day before. Yeah. So I was there Saturday to like Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, because I think it was Radio Silence Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And Good. then Tuesday you pop back in. Like, What's up, guys? What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So they come back to the MRI and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, you have a small." small dot it's uh it's a stroke it's smaller than the size of a pea it's in the left side of your brain controls the right side of your face and the right side of your body and that's the part of your brain that controls like speech patterns and stuff which is why you couldn't respond and then you slurred holy um shit. yeah so 
but basically they're and I had to follow up with a neurologist and they're like, well, that actually is, he was like convinced. He's like, there's no way that has anything to do with your shoulder. That's just a coincidence. I was on a flight the night before I played the hockey game from yeah, Minnesota, yeah. which is like maybe, I don't know, two and a half, three hours. But I sat on the tarmac to de-ice because it was like cold as balls. Yeah. Um, and if you're sitting on a plane and you don't move for a while, you can get blood clots. Yeah. So basically that from the injury the shoulder thing no they they don't think it is you just got a blood clot just sitting just there? Sit, being on a plane so then they're like all right well let's figure out what happened because there's nothing in your upper Sorry. body that we saw from the scans who's tapping their foot okay, keep talking. i had a stroke i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> so you're right yeah it's kind of mind of its own. yeah oh shit i forgot to tell you there was about a 40 minute span where i had total facial like paralysis <laughs> not funny it was Scary as fuck. Wait, was this... When was this? This was like Saturday night. Oh, really? Before that, like after the CAT scans, before the MRI, because it came back. Uh, and I was like, dude, what am I going to do? And I was like, all right, I'm just not going to talk to my girlfriend, pretend nothing happened. And then <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a fucking sick two-faced costume next Halloween. It's going to be like off the chart. Um, No, that was, that was super scary. That was the scariest part. I'd be and, terrified. And uh, I remember my dad ran home to take care of the dog and came back. And like I was in the... I was in the waiting room with my mom. My mom's like a rock. She like she's like OG. Oh, she don't give a fuck. Yeah. My dad comes in. I saw his face. I was like, dude, this guy's about to cry or something. No. OG Gary, fuck somebody up. He's probably gonna go back to the rink and murder that kid. Yeah, yeah. So the guys that were like, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> he's, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, they uh, they don't think it was shoulder related though. They think is. A blood clot from sitting on a plane so they're like all right well now here's the thing we have to we can't conclusively say what it is but we can find out what it's not so like we're gonna do all these other tests so they basically give me an ultrasound um it's called an echocardiogram it's essentially ultrasound same thing you do with babies yeah <clears throat> on your heart they're like you're, you have a regular heartbeat um nothing irregular no murmur but there's a hole in your heart i'm like fucking great this is awesome and then they said, you know, probably a quarter to a third of people actually have it. When you're yeah. a baby, almost everybody's born with it, but most of the time it seals up. Yeah. Now you could live your life totally normal Fine. because if a third of a quarter of people have it, you yeah. never hear about it. It doesn't affect right. you unless you're like a professional athlete and you're hooked up to like tests and shit. So basically they're like, the problem is if you get a blood clot, a blood clot instead of going through like the four chambers of your heart and getting filtered out or something the path of least resistance it could go from one side of your heart through the hole and then go up which is what they think happened to me Fuck. and then it went up to my brain essentially cut like it's just all bad luck <clears throat> yeah clotted no oxygen oxygen gets there that part of your brain dies luckily i don't use majority of my brain so cool <laughs> <laughs> so far so good um this is fucking mental, man. Yeah. So then they had to do another ultrasound of all my legs and CAT scan like my pelvis. Thrusting. Um, just to make sure there's no more clots, which there were not. So I was good. And then they let me go oh. home. That was it. Well, they made me wear a heart monitor for 30 days. It sucked. Fuck, man. That's crazy. Yep. It's fucking mental. I've been wanting to talk about that forever. Um, so you are a stroke victim. Stroking, baby. Stroking. <laughs> Man, was your girlfriend like, holy shit? Like, when did you get to talk to her finally? Well, <laughs> like, she's probably like, so, Paul. <laughs> my girlfriend was with, 
Taylor's wife. Oh, okay. And Taylor's like, hey, you want to do something? I was like, in the hospital. Don't tell my girlfriend. Didn't tell her. Uh, I don't think he did. Oh, I, wow. I ended up calling her because I was like, because I, I was like, hey, just so you know, don't worry, but I'm in the hospital tonight. But I think I was like, I'll be out tomorrow because yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually thought I would be. And it turns out I didn't. So she came and visited. <laughs> she parked in the wrong parking garage. Fucking noob. <laughs> oh, man, that is fucking crazy, dude. That's so fucking crazy. I'm glad you're OK, though. Me too. Um, It's fucking terrifying. It wasn't good. I remember, like, I've told so many people. <laughs> I've been like, I, I, get this. It was it was very educational, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you get a lot out of it. I mean, I told, like, I was just like, can you believe a 32-year-old man can have a stroke? Oh, dude, there was nurses that were just popped in. And they're like, oh, hey, just want to check on you. I heard you're like 30. And... <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to, like, they wake me up every two hours to right, make sure I'm right. not having like a neurological relapse. Yeah, and they yeah. do all these tests, so they're all constantly waking me up. And there's fucking people randomly coming in to check up. Hey, are you okay? All right. And they're like, do you know most people on this floor are 60 to 70? And I was like, dude, like, trying to pull my pud. I did not do that. I would have got caught so quick. I would be curious. I don't know if I could either, but to go a whole week, to go a whole weekend would be rough. Without masturbating, um, could I do it in a bed sheet? I don't know, dude. And it's also just gonna make a mess. It'd just be a lot of issues, dude. I want to, probably not, dude. First thing on your mind. I uh, so I I had to sit in like the same room for like four days. Yeah. So I like want to take a shower, mm-hmm. and one of the nurses like. Oh, well, we can't like you can't take a shower because you're hooked up to like heart monitors. Yeah. You know, totally reasonable. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, they they gave me like a little remote one so I could get up and go to the bathroom myself. I didn't have to bother anyone. But um, they're like, oh, you didn't have a, a bath yet. They're like, we can set you up, like put in for a bath. Like, like they, but they said bath. they said like they have to order a bath. OK. Yeah. So I'm my girlfriend may have been there. I think my parents were there that, when this happened and there was like a nurse there. This woman walks in with like a basin and a fucking sponge yeah, yeah. and bottle. And she goes, I've got your stuff for a sponge bath. Did you send her out? Dude, I'm like, uh, uh, I can wash myself. And she looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, I know. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I was like, uh, I was like all nervous and shit. I was like, dude, does this woman expect to sponge? Sponge bathe me in front of my parents or I something, mean, <laughs> and I was just like, I I can do it myself. And she just goes, I know. And I was like, That's shit. the funniest shit. That's I was like, God damn it. Oh fuck. Well, Paul's alive. <clears throat> no stroke can take this guy. So do you have to? Can you still play hockey and shit? Or like, yes. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound <laughs> doesn't sound like Suckers. a very. <laughs> Uh, can you watch Paul Bunyan? <laughs> Imagine if Paul Bunyan gave you a second stroke. <laughs> as long as it happened in the first 10 minutes, I would have taken it. <laughs> All right. Strokes are no laughing matter. Um, <laughs> dude, how about on the, on the Kill Dozer episode? I, I remember those news reports. That was crazy. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. Do you remember when the guy, some other guy went to like an armory and stole a full on tank? Yes. And he got caught in like a Jersey barrier kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like just... <laughs> Dude, insane. 
What uh, the fuck is wrong with people also? I, I don't know. Well, but why would he think the Killdozer would work? Also, why did they call him Killdozer? <laughs> <laughs> Just point. big fans of the movie. Uh, we'd be like, we've been waiting to use this headline forever. Um, all right, so fucking Paul Bunyan after that. Um, we might as well just wrap this episode up because uh, we have like a 30 minute special at the end of this from Joe and his friends in Chicago, his coworkers. That is one of the funniest things. They watch Paul Bunyan? No. Well, they watched part of it and they kind of honk about it, but they kind of just talk. Okay. His coworkers. It's legitimately some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. Um, so that, well, we're going to tack that on to the end of this episode. So that gives us about 15 minutes to talk about <laughs> Paul Bunyan. All right. Which honestly, I don't have a problem with because this movie was so fucking boring. On top of just being a bad movie, it was genuinely boring. Like, if you're going to go with the insane premise, do we need the backstory of all these people? Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) They they tried to make a movie. Also, was there a main character in this movie? No. And they killed off the fucking one guy that you were like, I thought you were supposed to hate. Killed him off like second. So, directed by Gary Jones, he did uh, 1994 Mosquito. Dude, this guy is the man. He did a 2000 flick called Spiders. Guy loves arachnids. <laughs> did a 2002 flick called Crocodile 2. Death Swamp. Loves fucking animals. <laughs> and then he did Boogeyman 3. Um, you got two, uh, two name brand character guy actors. <laughs> character guy. Uh... I, I would barely call him name brand. You got Dan Haggerty, who was Grizzly Adams. <laughs> All right. He's probably the biggest this is star. He's pretty in the legit. Movie. He's legit, but he's dead in the first minute of the fucking movie. He'll come back for another minute <laughs> to die again. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, so Dan Haggerty's in it, which is cool. Fucking the mountain man himself, Grizzly Adams. And you got Joe Estevez, un- Uncle Joey. <laughs> Uncle to Emilio, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Renee, and uh, R- old Ramon Estevez. <laughs> they put that on Wikipedia. Like, by the way, did you, um, did you notice that this does not have a Wikipedia page? This movie, really? Yeah, no, it did not have. But you the sound, one? the soundtrack does. I don't even remember the soundtrack. There's no music in the fucking movie, Paul. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Uh Oh, boy. Anyway. um, Also, do you remember that giant Paul Bunyan we had in our town? At the House of Doors? Yeah. (laughs) Of course. That was fucking weird. Is that still there? Uh, House of Doors, the daughter bought it and turned it into a trampoline park. No. (laughs) I swear to God, it's probably out of business already. (laughs) Uh, Because this just happened. Uh, And then I don't know if the Paul Bunyan's still out there, though. I mean, how where the fuck would they put it? <laughs> uh, this is a great question. <laughs> you have to leave. There's it. two iconic giant pieces of shit in our town. One is that Paul Bunyan, and the other one is like when you're going down towards Southington. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, I'm talking the about the Route Ten, the glass guy. The, no, well, you know the fucking. I thought he was made out of like hubcaps and shit. Oh, maybe he is. You know the one that's oh, all yeah, like, yeah. It's all like he's, welded together. Yes, he's the well, the welded man. Yeah. And next to him though is a welded tree, but it's got glass bottles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that thing's a giant piece of shit. I mean, I remember it fascinated me as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, that's lowering the property of all these values. (laughs) That's blight. I'm pretty sure that's considered blight. Get that shit off your lawn. Uh, Anyway. Remember remember Glenda the Goose? 
Yes, which always gets stolen. Yeah. Like every week. I may or may not have a friend that was arrested for really? taking a head. Yeah. Which one? It was my brother's grade. <laughs> I always wondered about that. My mom was always pissed when somebody told you, like, why? Why are they stupid? It's like, oh, it's a fucking goose. And probably cost $12.95. High school kids. <laughs> and, she, and also, she's a grown woman that dresses up a plastic goose on her front lawn every fucking season. It deserves to be stolen. <laughs> if you're gonna act like a child, <laughs> you get to be treated like a child. <laughs> Hope none of our fans uh, dress up fake gooses in their front lawn. Um. Anyway, so there's a bunch of guys outside a farm. They're uh, lumberjacks. They're roasting some food, and then <laughs> it's, it's clearly like a giant piece of plastic mold. <laughs> You guys see the guy poke it? Yeah. It's like, doesn't move at all. He's like, it's almost done. And the way the guy tests the meat is by poking it. He's like, <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> and then uh, they go out into the woods. And that's when trouble strikes. And they get massacred by... Instantly. What, by, the guy takes a piss and turns around. <laughs> by this disgusting thing. He's like a mix of, like, funhouse bad guy... Yeah. And like Leatherface. But he's not that big, by the way. He's, he's normal, normal size. human size. He's normal human size. That's, I want to point that's out that he's no, normal human size. No. He's a human man. But this is <laughs> this is in 1894. <laughs> Which, by the way, they're wearing like Land's End thermals. <laughs> <laughs> and boots with fucking like metal grommets and shit on it. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> mental. So I thought it was actually... I, at first I thought it was supposed to be old-fashioned. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's just... They're just in it's present day and they're in the woods. I mean, at the end, that was my takeaway. Present day, yeah. or maybe a couple years ago, but in the woods. Uh, it was 1894. So <laughs> we'll see later. Uh, we cut to present day. We see a woman picking up a bunch of kids from uh, jail. Or a guy picking them up and there's a woman there. They're all dressed... <laughs> I don't even know. They're all wearing khakis and nice shirts and Ray-Bans and shit. They're not in prison, but they are. They're in a first offenders program to uh, get the get out of jail free card, as the guard will will tell us. The acting is abysmal. Yep. At best. It's porn acting. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a dad drops off one of the fucking felons. And They're all felons, All these people would be in jail for hard time they explain each one of their crimes yeah. one's like assaulting a police officer one stole 13 million dollars <laughs> grand fucking larceny <laughs> 13 million <laughs> no get out of jail free no go on a camping trip yeah redeem yourself uh it's insane and so this other felon gets dropped off and it's a girl and she she was in a drunk driving accident and fucking well, she didn't kill somebody. It said with bodily harm, right? So, and then she just tries to make it right. Like it's not everybody does. None of these kids. There's not a. Be That's what was weird about it. It was super fucking weird. And I think she's our main character. She is, but, but she's, she's not as well because she like disappears and she actually doesn't do anything. And her dad really. calls her babe. Really? Regularly. Like three times. Notice like, that. hey, babe. And I'm like, you do not. And I was thinking in my head because I call my son a lot of names. Do you think they kiss on the lips like Tom Brady? 100%. <laughs> and she's like 18 years old. Uh, the, the, that girl, 
was like 35. Well, they all were. <laughs> it was insane. Okay. Um, also, there was one other actress that I did want to bring up. She wasn't famous, but she was in a movie called Anal Breakup. <laughs> was she the one that played Miss Thornbush? Is that what he called her? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> she was the one that got naked for a second. Naked for a second. That kind of rhymes. Um, anyway, uh, so <clears throat> here's the thing. These characters, the you don't know who's bad, who's good. Every kid has a shitty attitude, right? So you're like, okay, that makes sense. This girl's kind of the goody two-shoes. She doesn't seem to be super pissed off about anything. Yeah, but she's also the drunk driver. She's also, like, to me, the most heinous of the crimes, right? Like, you're fucking drunk driving and you hurt somebody. We don't know how badly yet. Yeah. But, like, that's the most heinous one. I forget what the... I forget what all of them did. I do but, too. So but like, yeah, yeah, one, I, hope, one, I hope it's not like rape. And they're like, oh, you see our fans? Like, How could you? Yeah. No, I don't. We don't, we forget the other ones. But it's like bullshit. Yeah. Like it's. I mean, assaulting a well, cop, a cop like, is not bullshit. not great. But you could kind of tell where they were going with it. Where it was, they were you. They were going to reveal, and every single one of them was like, she was like, the cop was grabbing my ass, yeah. so I popped him and got arrested. I, mean, I wasn't trying to steal $13 million. <laughs> Yeah, it accidentally came in my yeah. bank account. And he's like, I didn't spend it. And there's a couple, <laughs> everyone explained themselves. And by the way, th- that happens right now. They get into a van and they're literally like, so what you in for? And literally everyone has an out for it. And her out is <laughs> besides being you're still a drunk driver and an asshole, you are also, it's the most insane story of all time. I don't know if you even caught it because, so she was driving drunk. Somebody else was driving drunk. And she didn't have a chance to stop because they pulled out in front of her? No, because a guy was walking and she ended up, she like, I think she did it on purpose. She crashed into the other drunk driver on purpose. Like Christian Bale in Dark Knight. <laughs> What is ridiculous? Stop! Yeah, (laughs) she crashes into. She's she's buzzed. By the way, you'll hear that word thrown around as if it makes it better. (laughs) And she's buzzed driving, and she crashes in. She's like, this guy wasn't stopping, so she crashes into him to save this pedestrian who's walking his life by crashing head on into a drunk driver. (laughs) And she's, but they're like, so is he okay? Like the other driver? And she's like, yeah, he's fine. Everyone's fine. And they're like, you deserve a medal for that. Yeah. <laughs> you saved that guy's life. You don't deserve to be here. You deserve to be free. I think this movie's putting off all kinds of messages. It's so and some of these weird. mixed signals it's are. It's so fucking weird. And the counselor's like, well, I don't know if she deserves to be free, but we're all here for a reason. And they're like, fuck you, miss. <laughs> um, really weird shit, though. And like, yeah, like you're saying, like, f- from the jump, you're just like, this isn't right. Like, something's wrong about this. <laughs> Who am I supposed to fucking root yeah. for here? Because the counselor's also weird. The guy's in charge is a total the, dick. The guy in charge is a dick. Because the counselor's like, I'm not going to sleep in there with you in the cabin. And he's like, you're damn right. You're sleeping in that <laughs> tent by yourself. Well, he's a fucking nightmare anyway. He, <laughs> he keeps calling, like, he he keeps calling the drunk driver. He's like, oh, you want another sippy sippy? Like, he makes fun of all of their issues. Like... <laughs> Um, it's fucking wild. And, but the problem with that is, so if he is the main 
you know, there's always the asshole in a horror movie. And you wait till the three-quarter mark, and then you fucking off them, and it's a satisfying kill, right? You get or the one satisfying they redeem kill. themselves. Or they redeem themselves. This guy gets killed off. <laughs> He's the second guy to die. Least satisfying thing I've ever felt in my life. And on top of it, he does like help him at the end. Like, even though he's an asshole, he was also not a bad guy. Like, he was trying to be a strict drill sergeant. Yeah. So, like, he was an asshole, kind of a piece of shit, but in the end, wasn't really trying to hurt anybody. <laughs> Also, these kids are felons. <laughs> Let's not forget that. And one of them could have murdered somebody. Like, it's fucking crazy. The whole thing's fucking insane. The whole thing's fucking insane. It makes no sense. He calls them stumps. Stupid teenagers under my protection. And then the woman's like, well, they're not all teenagers. I would have fucking... <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Maybe lady. that's why I told him to sleep in his tent. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Ruining my joke. Um, anyway, so he throws her out. They go camping. That's the big thing. They're going on a retreat. They're going to chit chat, talk about their problems and do physical challenges with the sergeant. What a, what a way to get off fucking felony. What doing physical challenges with imagine. And by the way, they're pissed. Like, Oh yeah. They're not serving hard jail time. And they're like, I'm not sleeping in there. Fucking. They thought they were sleeping in the cabin. They're like, I'm not sleeping in there. They're like, he's like, yeah, you're sleeping in the fucking woods. Fucking. Actually, I think I like the sergeant more and more. Like he's like, yeah, of course not, you fucking pieces of shit. You're sleeping in the fucking woods, which is all. The felons are out free in the woods. I know. And the guards inside. I know. <laughs> which also comes into play later because he lets them wander around and there's like, hey, where would you two go? <laughs> No supervision whatsoever. Um, and that actually happens right now. Well, first Joe Estevez shows up. Jeez. He plays this guy Meeks, but I'm just going to call him Joe Estevez because it's a funnier name than Meeks. <laughs> he shows up and he just starts screaming at the kids and he's like, woo, woo, woo. he's acting like the crazy woodsman, but he's yep. dressed again like a Lands End catalog. Yep. He's just wearing, he's just wearing two flannels to show how crazy he is. <laughs> yeah. Looks like me normally. Yeah, like, wearing a bunch of he's flannel. Like, he's wearing shit. nice jeans. Um, and uh, yeah, he he says something about like he he references animals crawling. Yeah, he's, their he's clear, clearly going to be your mangle expert for sure, for sure. And boy, is he! Yeah, boy, does he tell you the longest fucking Paul Bunyan story? <laughs> hey, fun fact: Can I call timeout? Yeah. Is it a Paul Bunyan story? Yeah. In the credits, the guy's name isn't even Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Did you notice that? No. What's his, his fucking... name's Gunner Wolfgang Bunyan. <laughs> Wait, are you sure that's not like... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and he's played by a former professional wrestler named Johnny Paradise. Wait a minute. His name's Chris Hahn. I'm just curious if I know Johnny Paradise because the name sounds so familiar. Oh, Chris Hahn. No, I don't know this guy. Oh, yeah, so he must have played... Yeah, so that's... What's his fucking name in it? Gunner Wolfgang Bunyan. Okay, well... <laughs> the movie's called The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just confused. All right, well, we'll get to there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, the kids are out in the woods. We meet this fucking crazy guy. They say, don't worry about him. He's harmless, I think. Um, two kids start fucking. Means nothing. <laughs> then the sergeant wakes him up by saying... <laughs> Drop your cocks. <laughs> Drop your cocks and grab your socks. Which, <laughs> to me, I don't understand it. 
Like, oh, because oh, everyone's just jerking off in the morning, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Drop your cock. <laughs> I think there's a, a chem- I think there's a Chemical Brothers song called Drop Your Cock. <laughs> Drop your cock. Fucking joke. It's Remember terrible. the Dust Brothers? Yeah, that's a- and corn. <laughs> Didn't we talk about Kick the PA? <laughs> um, they go out for a hike. Uh, and I could care less about this story, man. We are gonna fly through this movie. Thank God. Uh, Let's do it. Because I mean, this movie is so fucking boring. Like. I was checking the time on this regularly and could not believe it. We you don't see Paul Bunyan really till the forty minute mark. Is it that far in? Yeah, and deaths don't start happening until like forty five to fifty minutes, and you're just—it's unbearable. It's fucking unbearable. So they go for a walk. Uh, Joe Estevez is playing chess alone, which I guess is to just show us how nutty he is, or just to fill in time. You could have cut the fucking time down to an hour thirty five. Get the fuck out of here. Two, two of the kids go up to the hill. They find a horn. Like a, literally a horn. Like a bull horn. <laughs> Did you know what it like was it. when when they picked it up or no? Did you even think yeah, about it? Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, see, I didn't even think about it. So like, I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. <laughs> and then realized it wasn't. I love when the guy is running with the horn like that. <laughs> you know, it's blowing air through it. It's like, Burr. you know what I'm talking about? Yes, of course. I just love that a, a fucking horn of a bull made a noise like a fucking. <laughs> like it's completely hollowed out. Like. Yeah. Like as if any horn you could just like any animal horn you could just get it, pick up and blow. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Uh, but he says he's gonna make a. Bo- he 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 picks it up, brings it back to the camp, and people are like, f- people are upset. I don't know why. Really, they're just like, why would you do that? I feel like, all right, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you? Middle care? woods in Minnesota. Also, you're a prisoner. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm gonna make a bong out of it, and then like pretends to like rip a bong. Wait, does he say that? Yeah. I totally miss that. But that's because he immediately picks it up and just goes, it's <laughs> a fucking musical instrument. And you're just like, what is happening? Why is any of this happening? Um, at the bar, we learn that that girl, whose dad dropped her off for prison, and waved goodbye to her and mouthed "I love you" to her. And she drove off because she almost murdered people drunk driving. He's really upset. He's at the bar talking to the townies, which is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I'd rather go to the Vic house than watch this scene. Come on. <laughs> you remember that guy that used to do karaoke? No. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway, I want to talk about it on the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um anyway we're talking about townie bar that, that sucks um so this guy this sheriff is this girl's dad he's at the bar it is the longest most god-awful scene besides second to the paul bunyan <laughs> the tale of paul bunyan where there he, he is the sheriff of this fucking town and he's like hey do you know this guy that runs the prison camp and they're like oh yeah he's crazy he killed a kid up there last year like how does the sheriff not know this guy i know or does just he, does pull he it up work, on his fucking doesn't he computer? work directly with this guy yes <laughs> how would he get sent prisoners even if he like just sent him away to a larger prison the sheriff of the town would know of course it's fucking asinine. He literally has no idea. Like, he can't even recall his name. 
He's going, he's like, I think his name's uh, Sergeant Hooper or whatever. The Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> it's not Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> Sergeant Hoke. Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, Sergeant Hoke. Um, yeah, anyway. So the guy tells him this guy killed somebody. So he's like, oh, better go up there. Yeah. <laughs> better go up there and intervene in, in, you know, judicial process. Imagine if your da- sheriff dad showed up and was like, I'm taking you home. <laughs> I'd be so embarrassed. Both people would but be let arrested. Me stay. Both people would be arrested, fucking arrested. Um, anyway, Paul Bunyan, we finally see him. He's fucking disgusting. Yeah. He's just wandering around. He's fucking gross. He's, he's like 60 feet tall. Six, at this point, he's about the size of Earth. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Why is he so big? Well, I don't know. Why is he so small at the end? I, that, I, that's another question. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. They basically said he went in a cave and just <laughs> kept getting larger. <laughs> I don't... But how do you get like fucking 60 feet tall? And Joe, er, Paul, this is, I'm so used to lecturing Joe. Uh, Paul, I have no idea. They don't, they don't, this movie makes no sense. Cause you can't tell whether it's, they just didn't know how to make the ratio properly. Like, so like for this scene, I think it was just, they were like, well, let's not show them all the way. Let's leave a little suspense for the viewer. So they just made them. Enormous, so you can only see his fucking calves. His calves. He walks up to a tree, and it's his kneecap is up to a fucking tree, a full-grown tree. And then later, he will probably be under that tree, just hanging, out, picking apples, using a stepladder to pick apples. Uh, it makes no sense. So they just made his sizes. <laughs> I like that you noted you were staring at his calves. I was. I was more interested in his ox. Bovine jokes, people. Big blue ox. <laughs> um, so the CGI, by the way, is also off the charts terrible. <laughs> like, like, it looks fucking bad. They green screened everything. Things that didn't have to be green screened, though. <laughs> it was like a close-up of a guy holding a horn. And, like, that was green screened. Did you yes. notice that? They green screened the they entire... They put fake backgrounds on everything. Yeah, the, the farm sequences were all green screened. <laughs> what a shithole movie is. <laughs> and it made it look terrible. Because, again, they didn't use any type of ratio. Yeah. So things were, were, like, blown up. That's what I don't get, though. They were actually in, like, the woods. <laughs> You could just get a shot of that. It's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Um, so we meet. Um, uh, we, we've met Paul Bunyan. He's walking around and uh, he, he's pissed off. He sees that his shit's been tampered with and his bullhorn's been stolen. He's pissed. And he lets out a big roar and they're like, hey, is that a mountain lion? It's literally a man <laughs> screaming. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Paul Bunyan fucking attacks. Yep. Jumps in, man. He just gets into it and he fucking is down there. Just he chops off. No. Who does he kill for? Oh, the girl. The girl is standing there trying to use her cell phone and she gets split in fucking half with an axe. Everyone runs. They split up. There's like two groups. And that cop who they've been building up as a dick and an asshole kind of. Just gets cut in half suddenly. <laughs> How does Paul Bunyan sneak up on them? 
He's taller than the fucking trees. Literally, when he walks, it's shaking the earth. And they come around the corner, and he's just there. He's there. Uh, yeah, like, how has he been hiding in, in life? Anyway, so splits the sergeant in fucking half. Just cuts so he's right dead, out. right? No. He's so far from dead. He's literally cut in half at the waist. And talking shit. And talking shit. <laughs> and giving them directions as what to He's telling them to run as if they were going to stick around for the guy cut in half. <laughs> it just entrails everywhere. Yeah. His organs are out, literally. And he's like, go on without me. <laughs> yeah, no shit, buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, it's fucking crazy. And then they go in. And they locked themselves in a home, right? In a house. This Paul Bunyan could literally just jump on the house and it's the end of the movie. Everyone's dead. But they hide there. And for some reason, Paul Bunyan's not doing anything. Yeah. Then they go, they decide to go hotwire their car instead of just grabbing the keys from the, the cop. They go to the hotwire the car and they bring for weaponry. A wooden rake <laughs> and a gun yeah. for a 60-foot giant. That bullet is going to do nothing. And also, that camp counselor doesn't know how to use that gun. Oh, dude, she's walking around like an asshole. The, the way <laughs> she's standing and holding the gun is... It hurt. It hurt to watch. All, dude, all she had to do is take, go take one gun class. Or ask a guy with a gun. But isn't she ask there because she is gun. like sort of a cop? As a counselor, Dude, like, I, isn't she, isn't so she thought, some sort of law enforcement? At first, I thought she was that guy's boss, and then he was just demeaning her the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, why would you do that to your fucking boss? But So I think she's literally just a shrink. But, okay. But I don't know, man. Why are we <laughs> looking into this? Um, so they can't go. The car doesn't start. So that was a wasted scene. Wasted fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a kid inside the house holding a, a fucking butter knife. As if he's going to stab Paul with it. <laughs> uh, it's so fucking weird. The car doesn't start, so they just go back in. They're like, well, we have to think of something else. And by the way, later on we'll learn they're about 10 feet away from the, <laughs> the exit of the road. They must be so close. At the end of the movie, they finally do run, and they just like run down a hill. Yeah. And they're at the gate. Um, I have more questions about that. Also... Paul Bunyan, well, it depends, I guess, on how tall he is in the specific scene, but he's usually above the trees. You could probably hide pretty well from him. Yeah. Like in the brush. You could roll down a hill and be fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he does have that bird's eye view, though. <sighs> it's not like a killdozer hanging yeah, in the Paul, grass. Paul stole the man. <laughs> he just drags it away. Like, shit. Um. Also, the teenager's inside just cutting his hand on the knife. Like, he's just holding the knife the wrong way and cutting his hand. And the girl's like, oh, you cut yourself. And they have this tender moment, which leads to nothing. Joe Estevez shows up, though, and they let him in. Uh, and the, Joe says, I can't believe you stole that horn. This is very, very, very bad. And then we learned the story of Paul Bunyan that we all know. Yes. The bodacious baby. Yes, babe, get it. And uh, Joe Estevez says something that I've laughed at. Uh, so first he goes, you know, it could be a blessing or a he's like, this baby was very special. It could have been a blessing or a curse. 
Like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. He could have been like a big helper. Could have helped. He's big. Because, mm-hmm. well, he'll be twice as big and twice as strong as any man. Yeah, that's that's a positive. I mean, people probably you probably won't be treated equally. Probably be tough to sleep. <laughs> as I learned from the Andre the Giant documentary. You know? Anybody want a peanut? That's a really good impression. <laughs> uh, you know, but then he goes, but he'll have the mind of a child forever. Well, Joe, that sounds pretty fucking bad. <laughs> There's no good to that. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. A giant with the mind of yeah. a baby. Hey, Lenny, how'd that work out for you? Oh, fucking Lenny. He was a good guy. Though. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so he's like, you need to bring that shit back. Oh, oh, fuck. And we forgot. I forgot the whole worst thing. He tells us the story, of course, of Paul Bunyan, except this story is way different <laughs> in the end. <laughs> so the, we learned the backstory of the farmers or the, the yep. lumberjacks and the re, that big piece of meat they were cooking was Babe, the blue <laughs> ox. <laughs> the greatest twist in movie history. Uh, and we get to see the worst CGI bull ever created. It was insane. It was and funny. it also looked like it had mad, mad cow disease. Yeah, for sure. It's Only in half its face. It probably stroked out. <laughs> well, you're the expert. Uh, when it turned its head, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Babe the Blue Ox is killed by these lumberjacks for food. Uh, Paul Bunyan sees this. Dude, that CGI was so bad on that bull, <laughs> on that so ox. It was painful. Really bad. It was really bad. It was really fucking painful. And for some reason, he got more screen time than anyone. (laughs) He's on the screen for so fucking long. And uh, so Paul freaks out, kills them all, kills all the lumberjacks. But remember, Paul is still normal sized human. Paul's a normal sized human. He's not even even twice as big. No. Yeah. Yeah. And they They, like rope him, they rope him and chain him, they drag him to town. Which is when I realized it was 1894 because it was the Wild West for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are wearing Doc Martens. It's fucking unbearable. Uh, it's so fucking ridiculous. It's so fucking crazy. Uh, it's 1894. Uh, and it's the Wild West. There, It was snowing on the mountain, but it's the desert in the fucking town. And... Um, yeah, so they've caught Paul Bunyan, and their punishment for Paul's actions is to <laughs> throw him in a mine and blow it up. <laughs> Seems rational. Yep. A mine where they're probably, you know, they, they have resources that they, they need out of it. Yeah. Like, they're they're still mining. The mines aren't dried up. <laughs> they still need fucking Yeah, we're coal. still mining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and these guys are like, you know what? Fuck it. As long as it kills Paul, who gives a shit? Yeah. But it doesn't kill Paul. Paul just, just walks right out the back. <laughs> but he waits to grow in the cave. Uh, in the cave. Well, no, he does escape. He escapes and then five. he finds another cave. Because <laughs> I think I think the townspeople thought he was dead. So, oh, like, so he was like, so I'm just going to hang out in this cave. It's just and get 60 feet tall. And he just keeps growing and growing, gets jacked and 60 feet tall. <laughs> and that's the story of Paul Blaine. <laughs> And now he just wants to kill everybody. So anyway, that's the story. Uh, well, so the kid's like, well, if I if I fucking give him the horn back, we're good. So the kid runs out there, tries to give him the horn. 
tries to give him the horn and gets impaled by said horn by Pulp. <laughs> he throws the horn up into the trees. Dude, that was so fucking stupid. And then Paul Bunyan throws it back at about 200 miles per hour. Goes right through him. Uh, guys, it might sound cooler than it seems. It, it's awful to watch. It does, it does not sound cool. <laughs> um, and then while this is happening, Emilio Estevez, or uh, Joe Estevez, rather, is making a sandwich. <laughs> His movie's Wait, exhausting. Was he? Yeah, he's made a bologna sandwich. He's like, oh, I'm hungry. And then he goes up to the girl, our lead, or what we think is the lead, the drunk driver. He's like, you look like his mom. And then pulls out a photo of Paul Bunyan's A newspaper mom. clipping. <laughs> From 1890. That is 130 years old. <laughs> he carries around... He carries around a 130-year-old newspaper clipping in his pocket. I just want to point that out. Just in case he finds somebody that looks like Paul Bunyan's mom. (laughs) Oh, my God. And he says something to her. I don't even know what he's trying to pressure her into doing, but he's like, you got to make good. So I think he's like, go fuck Paul Bunyan. There's no way that would work. Go breastfeed Paul Bunyan. It's a mom. I got to fuck his mom. But he will breastfeed. He's got the mind of a child. That's mind actually child. a good point. You might be right. I might be right. Uh, I'm not because nothing matters in this movie. Well, Paul Bunyan finally is like, hey, I should smash up that cabin they all live in. Yeah. That my foot's bigger than. <laughs> that they have food. Like they should just. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they do this. Paul kills one of the girls. That didn't really matter at all. And one of the counselors, the counselor shoots him in the eye with a gun. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, like, grabbing his eyeball. And another kid gets pissed and he's like, dude, the, the person he's known for one day. He's they just had a connection. And to take out all of his rage, he picks up a fucking. Drink. And also, Paul Bunyan has also killed two other people that he had just met the day prior and he didn't give a shit. Shit. So he picks up a stick and throws it at Paul Bunyan. And for some reason, that pisses Paul Bunyan off more than being shot in the fucking eyeball. (laughs) Paul gets pissed. And, uh... Doesn't kill him, though. He's got him cornered. Then Dad shows up. Yup. Dad the cop shows up. Hey, ugly. Shoots him once. Shoots him twice. Shoots him three times. And he does the biggest... Most dramatic backwards fall into a house, the cabin. They think he's dead. He says, you okay, babe? To his daughter. (laughs) And they proceed to try to leave. But who shows up? Yeah, because he also, right after he's like, are you okay? He goes, we've got to keep moving. Those tranks won't last long. (laughs) Oh, thanks for tranquilizing them. Wait, that's what he said? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't bring fucking bullets? No. Bringing tranquilizers to a gunfight. Yeah, I think he may have had bullets afterwards. Well, that's fucking asinine. Uh, So, um, well, I mean, I guess, whatever. Anyway. Wait, he wasn't expecting to see Paul Bunyan. No. So why did he have tranquilizer bullets in the gun anyway? To tranquilize the fucking... Sergeant Hose. Sergeant. (laughs) (laughs) Also... Because he's reaming everyone out. While that cop was coming up the hill to find his daughter, he sees the biggest footprint on Earth. And he puts his hand in it to measure. <laughs> like, That's wait a right. How That's big right. is this? Is it bigger than my head? <laughs> yes, it's bigger than your yes. head. You could lay it's it. It's bigger than your car. <laughs> uh, 
they're about to leave and old Joe Estevez shows up. And for some reason, he's like, I, I don't know who he is to Paul Bunyan, but he doesn't want him dead. He keeps calling him his boy, but it's not because it was all he's. 150 years old. <laughs> oh, fuck. That shit is funny. I don't know, but he's really pissed. But the bad news for old Joe Estevez is he's about... Well, Joe Estevez does kill one of the kids. Yeah. For, Ch- Chicken Little, see ya. <laughs> I don't know his name. That's what the sergeant <laughs> called him. Yeah. Uh, which, why? Uh, whatever. He had all these stupid nicknames. The other one was... Waitress Face. <laughs> <laughs> was that one of the names? Yeah, that was a good Zach. The kid that stole the Waitress horn. Face? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't what's his face? <laughs> Fuck me. No, no, no. It's Waitress Face because he's a pretty boy. Zach. Oh. oh. Um <laughs> What's his face? <laughs> Waitress face. Uh anyway, so he kills that poor kid, Chicken Little. And uh, he's got the other ones dead to rights. <laughs> and Paul wakes up. <laughs> and Paul has an axe that is probably 30 feet long. It has to be. It's enormous. The blade's got to be at least 16 feet. The blade has it's to enormous. weigh two tons. <laughs> and Paul Bunyan throws it. Throws it like sideways. Pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> Pinpoint accuracy. And somehow... First of all, if an axe that big hit you, you would probably turn into just a cloud of blood. <laughs> like it would just fucking just destroy get pasted. you. And somehow it does the cleanest cut and chops off Joe Estevez's head. And also the other people just duck <laughs> and avoid near catastrophe. So they are alive. Paul killed his friend who was like legitimately trying to save him. And then... Paul Bunyan chases these guys around. Do we do we really care about the ending? <laughs> Paul's like chases them down the street. They get into a car. How slow was his chase? It was insanely slow because Paul Bunyan was just kind of Walk. walking behind. Which I know he's is got that a large like the T-Rex in Jurassic Park at least runs. No. He's straight up walking. He is walking. The car's going slow. To be fair, this girl CB's driving may not have been bad because she was buzzed. Because she was sober here, and she was a fucking awful driver. She, was the worst. she could not step on the gas. She could not hit the gas. <laughs> also, he, I think he did jog a little bit, because I do have a note that he looked like uh, Sweetums from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, wait for me. <laughs> when they leave the car lot. You forgot me. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Um, and the dad's just like shooting him in the back of the truck. He almost falls out. And I'm using that term loosely because he doesn't almost fall out. He just, he just rolls right, riding yeah. on top of the fucking wheel. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then the girl loses control, which is her shaking the wheel. <laughs> and she crashes and sends her dad fucking full. Dude, <laughs> so far. Glimpse into her drunk driving past right there. Uh, she launches her dad about 10,000 feet, but he's fine. He just gets up and he's like, ooh. They run to a bridge that ru- goes to nowhere. It's a bridge that goes to yeah. a tower. <laughs> I don't know if it goes down, but why would it go down? Why, what was the plan? I don't know. What was the fucking There's nowhere else And to why go. not just jump off the bridge? 
Also, that bridge wasn't that long. Did you see how deep that water was? Yes. Uh, well, the, here's the funny part, right? So they look over the ledge, like, because Paul's got him cornered on this bridge, because now Paul is 12 feet tall. He's not large. <laughs> yes. He goes it's from really, being so huge to, to sh- fitting under the bridge. Fitting under a very small bridge. It's a, it's a fucking, it's not a vehicle bridge. It's a footbridge. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand it. So he's fitting under it, and he's got him cornered, and he's walking up to him. And they're looking for an escape. They have nowhere to go. They look over the bridge and they see rocks. Okay. So they're like, we can't jump in. <laughs> they're at the furthest point in the bridge, yeah. by the way. So they, they should have the most water. Paul Bunyan will shortly fall off the bridge into the deepest ocean. <laughs> and when he falls off, by the way, when it shows like a different angle, he's like 700 feet out from the bridge. Did you notice that as he well? Floats. He's, he's so far floating. out. So they're cornered. Looks like curtains for our crew. But then the bar patrons show up with their guns and just shoot Paul Bunyan a lot. I think one guy's like an Uzi. <laughs> they made an Uzi noise, but I did not see an Uzi <laughs> in that audience, in that crowd. You just um, put a bunch of fire on the end of a barrel. You go, beep, 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 beep. It was fucking insane. And then, uh, yeah, they kill him. He turns around and he says, Mama. Oh, yeah, I thought he said, Maribel. Oh, Maribel? I thought it was Maribel. Who's Maribel? The, the his mother, or whoever. Oh, I, don't know. I, I think he said Maribel rather than mom. I don't know. Is her name Maribel? I think so. Oh, maybe he did. Who who knows? It doesn't who matter. Who cares? He fell off a bridge. <laughs> Sucker. And he died. And then the bartender's like, I'm gonna put that axe in front of my place. And they all lift it up. Yeah, and one of them was like, No, you shouldn't. And he's like, Come on, boys. <laughs> uh everyone cheers and um that's the end, man. It was like one of the most pointless closing scenes. And then the weirdest part to me was the sheriff says, come on, babe, to his daughter, but also gets handsy with the counselor yeah, as if real handsy, romantic, real handsy, like is like got her yeah. like, like my bride. Yeah. I tell you, I noticed that. So that's uh Paul Bunyan, man. Woo. Up next, you're going to hear a little uh, episode from Joe. Joe V. Joe V and his friends, Mike and Amanda. It's about. 25 minutes actually so this is gonna be like a long ass episode but thanks to mike and amanda honestly it's the funniest shit <laughs> like fucking way funnier than our show i was honestly thinking of just handing over the horror show range to them <laughs> even though they don't watch horror movies uh but it's a great they do talk about horror movies in it it's really fucking funny dude all right guys so uh listen to that and um we'll see you next week paul and i will see you next week for reykjavik or well. Whale watching massacre. massacre. All right. Uh, so for Paul and Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Peace. Thank you. Adios. <laughs> God damn it. Bye. Chicago, been here for almost two weeks at work with my two co-workers. One of them is really excited to record. One of them's a real piece of shit. Set the fuck back. <laughs> here with Mike and Amanda. So what's up, Mike? What's going on?
Car show. Hi, good people. She's talking. Say we're on our way to uh, the Cubs game. Mike's, Mike's super hyped to uh, be on the show, aren't you? Yeah, I am, man. I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm happy to be on. It's an honor. So you listen to us? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? I said I don't know why. Oh, uh, yeah. This is how my whole trip has been. Full of fucking headaches. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike, do you, you, you listen to us regularly? Not as regularly as I should, because, you know, I did just find out about it a few weeks ago. We're going for the sound quality. We're recording in a, a rental on my phone. I just wanted to get something out there. Can't have Sean uh, steal all my thunder. Exactly. <laughs> so, have you seen any of the movies that we've talked about? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You've seen that? I've seen Killer Clowns from Outer really? Space, yes. When did you watch that? That I watched that probably about... Three months ago at my brother-in-law's house. Oh, you watched it recently? Yeah, recently. Wow, okay. Did you like it? I, I liked it. Here's the thing. Honestly, I could see why that generation grew up hating clowns. I think that movie had a lot to do with it. I think that movie was scary. <laughs> yeah, it's because it was... Wow, okay. That movie was scary. It was creepy as fuck, dude. Like... Really? Yeah. This is a take I haven't heard of. Exactly. I honestly think that that movie is a particular reason that anyone born in that generation, like... The 80s, you know, the early 90s, why they're scared of clowns is because of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay. Now, I like this take. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Killer Clowns, Amanda? I don't know. I don't watch fucking horror movies. <laughs> Demon spirited. We were going to watch Axe Giant for the show, and Amanda didn't want to watch it. Not because, like normal people, she thought it sucked. It was because she thought it might be too scary. Exactly. The Paul Bunyan story. Why would you want to ruin a childhood fairy tale and have, like, I saw the previews. You ran through it. People were eating human flesh. Amanda, Some bullshit was going on, and I didn't want to watch it. Amanda, it looked like the biggest piece of shit. No, it never did. <laughs> it started off all innocent, and then all of a sudden people have axes and eating raw meat. That's not, like, something I want to remember Paul Bunyan for. First of all, I'm not even sure that's what was happening in the scene. That was. Uh, where did they get the meat from? <laughs> they were camping. Oh, so you think they speared an animal? They, I, I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. The, it wouldn't be considered an animal. Out. Exactly. Why the fuck would you want to watch some stupid <laughs> shit like that? Mike, do you have a favorite horror movie? <sighs> favorite horror movie? <sighs> honestly, I don't know, man. Um, Speak a little louder. A favorite horror movie? Um, honestly, I don't know, man. What's your favorite horror movie? Mine, Halloween. I haven't seen Halloween. You've never seen Halloween? You've never seen any Halloween? You've not seen that. I've never seen any Halloween movie. I'll wow. be honest. Really? Yeah. You ever see Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I did. Yeah, I did. Right. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the original one, though. Not I did not see the original okay. one. No. Right. Well, uh, shit. <laughs> you ever watch any of the Night of the Living Dead? No. What about Skeleton Key? Does that count? Skeleton Key? Yeah. Does that count? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm sorry to all your fans. I'm not a huge Dude, you're not the horror movie person. <laughs> I, that, that makes me appreciate you listening to the show even more. No, of course. Amanda, what's your favorite horror movie? Mm, Chucky. Chucky? Yeah, he's a nice doll. I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, yeah Chucky's the shit. Like, I, yeah, but yeah, I don't know if he's nice. Well... It depends on who you are. I personally, <laughs> with my personality, we would mesh well he, together. He, I mean, he kills people. Well, maybe they should be do what he says, and then that won't happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Along with people. So that uh, that's why you think he's killing everybody? Well, they don't do what the fuck he asks. So, I mean, if you don't do what somebody asks, whatever they do as a result is not as a You think you cannot... Uh, 
That cannot be your philosophy. This is ridiculous. I'm just telling you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you so we're... You see a dog telling you what to do, you better do it, because that's not, like, normal. So I will just go with the flow. Like, all right, check you what you need me to do. You know, I'll help you out. You know? Okay. Uh, yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're in Chicago, Mike. What's your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite part of this experience? Favorite part of the Chicago experience so far? Um, I'd say the food. The food. The food in Chicago is beyond amazing. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. What was the favorite thing you ate? Oh man, favorite thing I've eaten here is short rib. <laughs> Surprisingly, um, we went to a spot in Naperville, Illinois, and um, had some short rib. I think the very next day. Went to a spot in Aurora, Illinois. Had some short rib. Yeah, you did eat a lot of short rib. I did eat a lot of short rib. <laughs> um, but, yeah, personally, I, I love the short rib here. I love every meal here has just been great. You know, they really put a lot of passion into cooking their food here. That's true. Add some sweet potato, or what I have? The pecan no, sweet potato yeah. pie. Pecan sweet potato pie. I, almost, I think that might have ruined pecan pie for me. Like, I don't think I can eat it anymore. That's no, you can't. No, yeah, you can't. It won't compare. Yeah. So we were actually out here for work. What? Yeah, that part got in the way of all the fun. Exactly. I don't know. We still did a lot of uh, I think we just things. did a lot. Yeah, we did two or three things. We did the Sears Tower. How'd that go, Joe? You want to tell your family? They, are, they know. I posted oh, that. They know your, yeah. They know what? They know what? You're, you're definitely afraid of heights, and you're a punk. <laughs> I mean, I, I still went on it, didn't I? Oh, please. And like I said, you were about to turn white. You were like a ghost. I, I still want. And you're like, ah, ah, I don't ah, get any points. I'm and I'm, 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 pussy. Help me! Oh my God! That's why I didn't go on the Ferris wheel because I see there was a part two to that. Like, oh, stuck to the wall. Like that's no fun to scare yourself like that. That's on my Snapchat. If anybody wants to see it, I'll repost that up. Uh, well, first of all, for somebody who didn't want to talk, you're, you're doing an awful lot of fucking talk. Listen, Second, I, I don't get any props for overcoming not, my fear. You didn't overcome the fear because the first time you went on there, okay, fine, you're supposed to have the reaction. When you went in the fair way, you're supposed to be a little more calm. You were that not. Is, no, no. You can't just overcome a fear in a day. I faced it my fear two <laughs> 24 hours of each other. Okay, so what else do we need to do to get you to... I don't know. I'll probably never get over that. Skydive? That's not how... You're derailing me. That's not how fear works. That's not how fear works. Once yeah, you've I'm, done I'm, it, you should be like, okay, internally you know that nothing, no harm was done as a result. So then you're like, okay, I can do this. What's your, what's your biggest fear? Mike, Mike, what's your biggest fear? Honestly, yeah. my two biggest fears would be flying in heights. Flying in heights? Yeah, absolutely. And you went on, you, we, we both just did both of those things. Exactly. Are you over your fear? No, not so at all. Not at all. Oh, hey, my fault. <laughs> you two are a bunch of punks, can't get over shit. Listen, we got a flight tomorrow. You know, I, I'm, you got to think, if something happens to a plane in the sky, either it doesn't go all the way wrong, <laughs> I don't want to talk about or you it. just die. I got, that's why I'm scared of flying. Okay. But you gotta always put that in somebody else's hands. Like it's done. You have to do it. Be over it. We ain't here for a long time. Like I said, we here for a good time. Yeah, Enjoy. Stay yeah. in the present. You won't think about but it. But I can make that last longer if I stay on the ground. On the ground. And besides, Amanda said you can just overcome your fear and die. No. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you should be less. You called fear. me names and then said I I should be over. It. Listen, less fear. <laughs> you should have been over. It. Should have been less fear. Well, I got on the thing, so that would make me less fear. Not really. 
It didn't seem like it in that Snapchat. <laughs> you were, uh, you were Elon. Well, I, I was because I wasn't paying sixteen dollars to get on a fucking kitty ass Ferris wheel. It wasn't a kitty ass Ferris wheel. That is a fucking kid ride. Was I was not a kitty ass like Ferris wheel. Six years old. That was when uh, Six Flags and Mass was That was the biggest fucking Ferris wheel. Right? Oh, no, it's not bigger than the Colossus. If anybody's wondering, what? the ride at Six Flags. Yes, yeah, you don't think that was big? No. Okay, I can see like Indiana from on the Shut top. Shut the fuck up. No, it was that, not. This is ridiculous. Either way, it's the same type of ride. You get in it, it goes all the way up, it comes all the way down. Woo, I'm going to pay you $16 for that? I'm going to pay you $16 for that? Are you out of your fucking mind? It's about the experience. I've like, experienced being like. on the goddamn Ferris wheel before, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't been on that one. Oh, okay, I'm missing out on life. I better do something about it next time. Uh... Well, yeah, so there you have that. <laughs> oh, man. Mike, what are you going to do when you get home? Oh, man, when I get home, I, I can't, first of all, I cannot wait to sleep in my own bed. But uh, when I get home, I just play with my dogs, <laughs> eat a home-cooked meal for once, since we haven't had that in, like, two weeks. Oh, man, I can't wait to eat veggies. I right? I thought to say that. <laughs> <You gotta laughs> we ate way too much on this. We ate way too much. We had dessert with every meal. <laughs> we had um, fries with almost every meal. Like, it's time to eat a well-balanced meal. For exactly. Once. <laughs> I, I, I also want to like, put a wager down and see how much weight I gained. Oh, stop. You didn't gain that much. I, I don't know. Man. I don't think you did. You worked out like a, a madman the first week we were here. Yeah, but then, and some, then, we did some, a then lot. some fucking asshole got me sick. Oh, shit. Yo, oh, oh, I'm, I'm actually going to tell the story on this, and nobody's going to understand the reference that listens to this except for the us in the car. Okay. Mike. <laughs> you know that? So so we're in training, and this lady comes in, and honestly, she, she sounds like she has the bubonic plague. She just coughs up the lung. Yep, yep. And, and she has no reason to be there. She just sits up front and just coughs everywhere. And, like, it, it was honestly starting to really bother me. Like, it hurt me. Amanda is talking to our mentor. <laughs> Yo! You weren't in the room, Mike. Amanda is talking to our mentor, and this lady, after coughing up a lung, just leans over Amanda like she's Basically, she wants to stick her fucking tongue down my throat. And she's I, talking to I, our mentor, I, I have never, but she's like that close to me. I have never like, seen hey, anyone I'm be, leaving be the room. that close, and all she was doing is like, I have to go to a meeting. Yeah, like oh, crap, come on. Ass, filthy ass, disgusted ass bitch. Like, well, what the Doing in my face. That was such a violation of my personal space. <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. I gave it to her almost the dirtiest look. I know that the mentor seen it and I feel bad, but I'm, I was so shocked. I didn't feel bad. It was disgusting. She was so close to me. Oh my God. I will so say bad. that that woman actually ruined your birthday because you were sick on your birthday this weekend. I 100% agree. And she did ruin it. It ruined the experience. I'll never forgive her. <laughs> well, that I was looking at an article after. What? Really? What the fuck did you say? I, I, what, I don't know why you get all pissed in the shit. I don't know. This is basically how our trip's been like, if anybody's wondering. Yeah, because men don't listen. You were the one that just made me repeat what I said. I know. Anyway, I wasn't being Mike, top five rappers that are alive. Go. Top five rappers that are alive. Yeah. Nas. Yep. Um, Big L. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, top five. Rick Ross. I know people disagree with me, but <laughs> Rick Ross. Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay, I'd say Rick Ross is out there. Um, <laughs> um, DMX is one of my top five. And I think my last one, I'm going to go with uh, huh, Jay-Z. Okay. I like it. I like that list. Nas, Big L, Rick Ross, 
DMX. Take him out. <laughs> DMX. No, you know what? I like it. It's a unique list. I honestly think, say, right now, you know, the guy putting out the most current songs, my favorite would be Rick Ross. Okay. Um, I respect it. I mean, hey, we all love hip hop. My buddy that I do this show with is a big Rick Ross fan. Good. See, and the thing is, like, you listen to his music, you just feel like you feel rich. You know, like you just feel you feel accomplished oh, just listening to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Man, the top five that are alive. Uh, Tupac, really? Biggie. I like Tupac for his deepness. Okay. Okay. Tupac, Biggie. I was just surprised because you're always. Yeah, I'm not a huge Tupac fan, yeah. but lyric. We're talking about lyric. Okay. Yeah. Tupac, Biggie, Nas, Jay Z, and Fab is gonna round it out. Even though I'm very, very disgusted with his behavior outside, it doesn't. You know, his art is his art. So I'm just gonna. No, I agree that. that. Disclaimer. But you think you think Fab's better than uh, Jadakiss? Because they, they, they work together. Yeah. I you think Fab better. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even put Fab in my top 20, honestly. No, dear, you're a sleep ass kid. You think you put Rick Ross over Fab? Absolutely. You need to go back to the Soul Tape. You need to go all the way back to... I wasn't a fan of the Soul Tape. I'm a fucking ride. You need to go back that way. I wasn't a fan of the Soul Tape, to be honest with you. No. I mean, that's one that you just saying was pretty good. Okay. Oh, Keeping it gangster, that was that off that album? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Keeping yeah. it gangster, yeah. Right, go back to that. My brother used to like love Fab, so that's how I got more interested in him. And I think as he's come up as an independent artist, he's been making a lot of money off mixes, <clears> and that will go to show you that people are digging his lyrical content. All right, choose one, red or meth. 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 All day. Really? Yeah. Really? All day. I love Meth Man. I, I also love Meth Man, but Red Man's first four albums are. Five star class. We know what the album. Redman is fine, but he's not better than Method Man. That's all. But his discography is better. No. I like I like Method. You can't really compare the two because and lyrics. Meth came out as a with Wu Tang Clan, so his discography is going to be different. No, I'm talking about solo though. Yeah, I'm saying, but they started at different times. Okay. When Redman came out, he came out as a solo artist. Yes or no? Yes. Method Man, when he came out, he came out with, with Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They got the individual deals after that. So we would have to see if they started on the same level playing field, how that would sound. He had to blend in with a sound, even though it was still, you know, they all were all very unique. Method Man started to blend in with a sound. So two to one Method Man. What about uh, Rayquan or Ghostface? Oh, Ghostface. I, I agree. Dude. I was just, you know what? Ghostface. I agree. I think I think only built for Cuban links is like one of the best albums ever. Right, but Purple Ghostface, Ghostface, yeah, Purple Day all day, but Ghostface is consistent. Yeah. Absolutely. Jay Z or Nas? Nas. Jay-Z. I'm going Nas. I'm going, I, I'm going Nas too. Jay. I'm going Nas too. Listen, Jay's songs are more catchy, but Nas's lyrics. Agreed. Agreed. Very Jay Z. Agreed. Very. He has the better beats. You know, he has better. Jay Z's more my style. See, the thing Why? is. Huh? Why? Because of his upbringing, he's just more my style, the way that he came up. You know, he was selling drugs his whole life. He'd never been into jail for selling drugs. And at 25 years old, he decided to do something different. And I, and I like, and I think he's a better businessman as well. So he's, all of those things, it makes his swag a little different. So what if I said you have to just do lyrics? It would still be Jay-Z. Okay, fine. No, I like it. I disagree. I, I also disagree. You have to go back. Yeah, no. Trying to think who else I can throw out here. I like this topic. Uh, yeah, I'm digging it too, actually. Rakim or Big Daddy Kane? Big Daddy Kane. Uh, Just because he was like more for the. Ladies. I'm gonna. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go with Rakim lyrically. So lyrically, I'd go with Rakim because Eddie Kane's flow is like next level. Yeah, absolutely. Next level. I don't know. You cho- you choose one. So, throw out a name. For rappers um, yeah. or any genre. I, I don't care. You can talk about whatever. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers or Weezer? <laughs> I don't uh, even know Weezer to be Red honest Hot with you. <laughs> Red Hot. All right, uh, Green Day or Blink-182? Green Day. Okay. Green Day, classic, yeah. Metallica absolutely. or Slayer? Shit, Metallica. Metallica, you're, you're wrong. Oh, I'd say Metallica. Slayer. No. Cannibal Corpse or <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cryptopsy? Neither, I'm, I'm only going with Cannibal Corpse because you introduced me to them. And it was a hammer smash. Hammer smash face, yeah. yeah it's hammer I mean, smash. Yeah, it's oh my right? God. You can dance to it. Yeah, uh, it was a good song. People. Honestly, you were in the car when we played it. Is that the one that you played after work? I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, why don't you? That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it does. Why don't you talk about Kumas? Uh, why don't you talk about? Kumas? I love Kumas. Kuma, yo, this what do you like about Kumas? So we I to, like the so, music. So for those for those that don't know, Kuma's is um, a burger joint in Chicago. When Sean and I did our live show out here, we went to the one in Schaumburg, Illinois. It was awesome. Uh, the bathrooms just tatted up with like tags, like graffiti tags. They play horror movies and they play death metal and grindcore while you're eating your burgers. And like the aesthetic is incredible. And you would expect when you go to a place like that to just see people in like sleeveless jean jackets with you know their metal patches on their back, but no, it's all like business people. Yeah, you had people with certain tie. You had, we were in there dressed up from work. I mean, you had all sorts of people there. Top notch burgers, all right? Absolutely, amazing. And honestly, the staff was friendly, and I love the fact that their staff was all tattooed up. They had gauges in their ears. Remember the girl brought us our food. She had earlobes down her shoulders. They had purple hair. Like I love the fact that they. They, they let went, their staff be themselves. Exactly. Yeah. They got and, to be authentic. They didn't have to hide their tattoos or anything. Yeah, and Joe told me about this movie, Say the Name Again. They Live. They live. Yeah, I liked it. Because they had Roddy Rod Piper in there, and I That's love right. him. That's right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you do an episode about They Live or no? Uh, that's I, not a scary movie. It's not it a scary is, movie. Is, no, no, that would be horror. I, I actually think so. The way that we choose our episodes is that people, they become Patreons. So they give us money each month, and if they do that, they can choose three movies that they want us to talk about, and then we choose one of them. So okay. We let them choose, and I actually think they live is coming up on one of our lists. Oh, great. I'd love to do that. I met Roddy Piper. He actually did an intro for our show. Really? Shut up. Yeah, I'll play it, I'll play it for you. Nice. Good job. Rest in peace, Roddy Piper. And uh, big ups, Kumas. You know, sponsor us. Yeah, Kumas is great. Yeah. Honestly, if you come to Chicago, I recommend it highly. Yeah, please eat it. It is amazing. I'm glad you brought Roddy Piper because I'm going to ask who are the top five wrestlers. Oh, Never I can't lie. even Never do lie. it. I can't yes, even do it. Five, five. All right, of course, Andre the Giant. Okay. The ultimate fucking warrior. Okay. Um, shit. The Undertaker. I'm not going to say Lindsay Of course, Hulk Media Brothers. <laughs> and then Randy Savage. That's a great top five, man. That's for that. Mike, did you watch wrestling? I didn't watch much wrestling. No, I honestly didn't, man. I, Not even I, the Attitude Era. No, I was, the only thing I would watch was SummerSlam at my friend's house every year. That was it. Okay. Oh, so you didn't know the lead up to the big show. I did not. I did not. You never, oh, you, you know never what? Gave but anyone a no, I've given people stunners, but like <laughs> I've never watched wrestling though. But I, I learned that from seeing other people give people stunners. Someone that didn't make that list, but I really love is Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, Ric Flair is my top five. Yeah. Fuck, there's something I was going to ask. Damn. What is 
Mike, I'll do a page from Noriega. Do you eat ass? <laughs> My wife will kill me if I answer that. <laughs> so that's a yes. Amanda, do you eat ass? Absolutely not. There you have it, folks. <laughs> Wait a minute, what about you, Jovi? I don't eat ass. They already know that. I've talked about that extensively. Oh, okay. You can't end off on that, though, Joe. You got to do something I else. I think that's a great note to end on. <laughs> I hate you for that. that. <laughs> yeah, dude, we've had extensive ass-eating conversations on the show, and people write to us. I'm like, of course we eat ass. Ooh. Really? I, I guess wow. like the younger generation than us. Maybe it's a delicacy. We don't know. It's a delicacy. Yeah. This is disgusting. This would be a shame. No, thanks. Tongues, but no tongues. All right, Mike, what do you want me to add on? Give me a topic, then. Honestly, man, anything. I'm, I'm anything other than ass-eating? <laughs> anything, yes. Anything Just other than something. ass-eating. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we're, we're driving, so we're, we got to focus. Um, I'm going to pause it. Um, Mike doesn't want me to end on a crude ass-eating subject. So, if you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive. As of right this moment? Yeah. Any person. I'm going to sound very, very cliche. Go for it. And say Barack Obama, honestly. Barack Obama. Yeah. If he asked you, would you eat his ass? No, absolutely not. Rudy? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> what if he gave you half his fortunes? How much is Barack Obama actually worth, though? Uh, yeah, more than what we have. More than what you have. Listen, there's, punch. there's not enough. There's not enough money in the world to tug punch a man's ass. I'd rather be. I'd rather be homeless than to do that. Okay, right. Amanda, who would you have dinner with? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Would, would you let him eat your ass? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> But I was trying to get some money out of that somehow. Okay. Yeah, you okay. can't let him do it for free. Yeah, he can't yeah. do it for free. I mean, I'm doing him a favor. What is he really good at? It? She'll, I don't care. He'll she'll go back. When is he going to be able to look at ass like this? Never. <laughs> oh, he might because he, he's got money, so he could probably pay some hot bitch to do it. But, I mean, this is exclusive ass. So, yeah, he'd have to pay me. Right, so, Mike, I think this is a good way to end it. Hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, Mike, you want? You, I know you want to plug something. So um, tell them where they can find you. They can find me on all social media. Um, Instagram, um, go Mike Brown. Uh, Snapchat, um, Mike Brown J. And then I just want to give a shout out to the Impure Prophets, George and Dame. Um, huge shout out to my wife Shandell. A huge shout out to um. So <laughs> man, man is getting impatient. Sorry. I'm just kidding. A huge no, shout out to uh, so my boys up in Boston. Um. Ferrier, Asen, and then last but not least, my boy Steve in LA. You have it. Amanda, what do you want to plug? Okay. Right, you have to go through Joe if you want it. I have to be screen. People got to scream. Okay. So <laughs> I love I'm it. not giving out nothing. Okay? Talk but to Joe. If they want to know it, can I give it to them? Uh, we have to screen them first and find out. I'm not screening shit. You're going to do something. All right, ask me about it and I'll send you nudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, On the next episode of Dream. It was an honor, Joe. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome, man.